Hello, and welcome to the Move Better at Home podcast, where I, Laura Turner, a physical therapist and strength coach, talk about home fitness solutions to help you move easier, improve your fitness, and enhance how you move throughout your entire life. Now let's get on to the show. Hi, welcome back to the Move Better at Home podcast. Please bear with the intro to this podcast with Dr. Katrina Nieskern. Um, I was very flustered because I was having technical difficulties and I feel like I rushed through the entire interview. I really enjoyed talking with Dr. Katrina regarding about working with what God gave you and believing that you have the power within you to do whatever you need to do to heal yourself without external medicines or uh, tools that you have it within yourself. Uh, We talk about eating disorders, and we start to discuss biohacking and intermittent fasting. I'm looking forward to our next conversation and uh, learning more about Dr. Katrina's uh, wellness project and uh, her company. If you have any questions, I will have a copy of her, her contact information in the show notes, and um, definitely check her out, her, her uh, Wellness Warriors group on Facebook. Um, If you're also interested in learning more about movement and uh, discussion on on your own movement, please look for uh, LT's Unique Movement Beauties on Facebook. Again, a copy will be in the show notes below. I hope you enjoy the podcast, and if you have any questions, let me know. If you enjoy the podcast or you don't like the podcast, please leave me a review, and um, if you like it, share it out, and let's help some other people learn more about how to handle their bodies and uh, improve their body's mo- mobility. Hi, welcome back to the podcast. Uh, this Enjoy. week, at, or today's episode, I am uh, interviewing Dr. Katrina Nierskin. Nierskin? Nierskin. Nierskin. I knew, I'm sorry, I got it wrong. Um, no worries. Um, Katrina is a physical therapist in uh, Minnesota, correct? Are you, I'm in Jose, California right now. Oh. Uh, so yeah, I came out here six months ago, so there's been a lot of change. <laughs> cool. So tell me about your journey then, because that's a definite change from what I was looking at on the website. So definitely. Yeah. Um, journey as a physical therapist or? Journey, yeah. So let's start with like, where are you at as a physical therapist and what are you doing right now uh, in your whole realm there? Uh, and then we'll talk about your journey into like your fitness journey from there. Yeah. Well, it's kind of all combined. So I'll start, I'll just kind of give you a little history. So I originally was a dance major, musical theater minor in New York city. So I've been a dancer, figure skater, and I saw my first physical therapist when I was 12 years old. And so after I was in New York during nine 11 and saw the reality of the dance world, I left and went back to Minnesota and went into physical therapy because I knew I wanted to I knew I needed to be in a profession where I loved what I did and it wasn't about the money. I need to get lost in what I do. I can't just go to a nine to five job staring at the clock hating what I do all day. And I needed to be on my feet. I can't sit in front of a desk. I'm too hyperactive and I just like people too much. And I love helping people, but I didn't want to operate or medicate or inject. So I love that with physical therapy. We get to just work with what God gave you, work with the body and activate natural ways of healing itself instead of using artificial things. 
So I got my doctorate, got my undergrad in psychology, my doctorate in physical therapy, and was sick of winter and wanted to explore a little bit. So I went to Tucson, Arizona. I got recruited down there, and my first seven years were down there doing inpatient rehab for a year or two, and then outpatient, but still mostly neuro and chronic pain. And then decided to move back to Minnesota because I missed family and just wanted to be challenged more professionally as Minnesota is the best kind of healthcare in the world because of Mayo Clinic. Yeah. So I dove into sports medicine there in more wellness and took tons of continuing education, tried to start my own practice. I worked in the gym with chiropractors, nutritionists, personal trainers, massage therapists. Kind of ran my own cash PT clinic there because it was a commission-based job. So I had to learn how to market myself and then did a fellowship. So I was going to school full-time while working full-time and doing business coaching. But I got certified in dry needling, spinal manipulation, got my diploma of osteopathic, just did everything um, possible to be the best that I could be because I was advertising that I was the best and that people should pay me cash, even though they have insurance. So it's like integrity of that. Like if I'm saying I'm the best, I actually want to be the best. And so I did paid a lot of my own personal money to try to learn all the tools possible to help make patients get better, faster, and the best way possible. And then I sort of burned out because for four or five years, I was working seven days a week nonstop. And go, go, go. And I just kind of, God put a bunch of different situations in front of me and I decided, okay, I'm 37, single animals and childless. I need a reset. And I didn't want to go through winter again. So I rented out my home, put all my stuff in storage and drove across country with what fit in my car to do some travel PT in California. So my goal was to um, build up as a travel PT, you make a lot more because you're only taxed on half your income. So I was going to build up a good cushion financially and build my online business. So then when I moved back home, I could start my own cash PT clinic and not be worried about paying bills. So I have sort of some passive income or online income built up as I built um, my own niche back in Minnesota. Um, did one travel contract, realized being 12 years out, why you should probably do travel PT as a new grad and just the stress of <laughs> switching uh, um, documentations and work environments and no guarantee of what setting you're in and the living situation. I was in the living room of a Brazilian immigrant that didn't speak English, sharing a bathroom with him. And it was just like craziness for someone that's used to having their own home and like space. So I, found a roommate on Facebook and signed a year lease and found a permanent position. And it was an amazing position with Apple wellness clinics. And I was having this ideal schedule was in four different clinics and working Tuesday through Saturday. So I still could build my online business. And then after one month of being in this situation, Seavoid hit pandemic hit and I was furloughed for 10 weeks and oh. then officially off two weeks ago. So I've been in a constant flux of change and stress and chaos for the past five years, but in that, I have reconnected with my path and wellness. So 
I struggled with eating disorders when I was in the dance world and I relapsed in PT school and found recovery through the 12 steps. When I was in Tucson, I found, um, I was certified in Kundalini yoga. So I found breath and meditation and really have pursued natural wellness, being a dancer, being in touch with my body and also going through recovery. The only thing that worked was the 12 steps and knowing the mental, spiritual, emotional, physical components, how they're all connected. And just my, ever since then, reading every book on personal development, my undergrad was in psychology, just learning how our bodies are all connected and now into biohacking with intermittent fasting and keto and just learning how to really activate our bodies and put it under stress, an appropriate amount of stress, but have an appropriate amount of recovery in order for it not to be a chronic stress in order for you to build and get stronger and not um, create inflammation and disease. And that's really what my passion is about. And that's why I created Wellness Warriors is I really want to empower people to learn how to activate within themselves what they need to heal and have them not feel victim or powerless over anxiety, depression, or addictions or whatever. I don't want them to seek external things to make themselves feel better or be better or to heal themselves because we really do have within us naturally as humans, we are made to survive what we need to heal. We just need to believe it and we need to learn how to activate that. And that's the technology of this human atlas roadmap that I want to help create and empower people to find as well. Yeah, I think that's a huge, uh, I think that's what drew me to the Wellness Warriors podcast and now looking at your group and um, just because I, I think mindset plays a huge part in the fitness world. And, you know, I, I don't know why when I created my company, I didn't want to be physical therapy and wellness. I just was like, I want to be fitness and not looking at the wellness end, but really, and I think about it as like fitness in, on a whole. and um, so taking care of your body and really how your mind can do a lot for what your physical body does, whether it be internal, you know, like digestion, all of that and walking down the street or anything. And like, if you have the good mindset and you have your, if your mind's in the right place, it, mindset can kind of lead you off into a lot of different things. But if you're, if you're in the right place and you're, and you're following that, you're going to, and you can believe you're going to do what you want to do. I think that's a, a huge piece to being able to continue doing, you know, um, throughout life and being able to stay active and do that and in a healthy way. Um, so I think I, I love that all of that yeah, you're doing. You talked a little bit about, um, and this, this came up in one of the podcasts that I listened to about intermittent fasting and that you do that. Can you touch a little bit more on that? Cause that's not, I've, I've started, I have a book called biohacking. I can't remember the name of it. I, I have it on my shelf. I'm like, I'm going to read that someday. Um, and it started in through precision nutrition. I heard John Berardi talk about intermittent fasting and, um, but I haven't really done any research on it or uh, any, I haven't tried it myself. So can you talk a little bit about your experience with that? And um, yeah. Well, for me, so growing up, I was overweight. And I went on my first diet when I was 12. I, I, I struggled with food and especially food addiction. And basically how the diet I went on was low fat, high carb because I was born in the 80s. 
And uh, temporarily that works because there was a calorie reduction, but over time, then your, your metabolism slows down because it gets used to saying, okay, this is how much you're going to feed it regularly. So we're only going to utilize that much energy. So then when you do start to eat more, it stops working. Um, also, when you're eating higher carbs, what that is causing is more insulin release. So every time you eat, it causes insulin to release, which allows glucose to go into your bloodstream. And so the biggest thing with weight management or dipping into your fat stores and for energy management is making your insulin um, more stable. And so there's different, every time you eat, like that's why the whole eating six times a day, that's a constant release of insulin, which also releases inflammation. So every time you eat, that causes inflammation. So with intermittent fasting, I built up a time, your body gets used to an eating window. So basically it minimizes the amount of time that you're releasing insulin. It allows your body to cleanse itself too, because in order for your digestion to work and go through if you're constantly feeding it it's not going to process what it already has so by giving it your digestion a break it allows it to go through the small intestine large intestine absorb process detoxify go through that because the whole act of eating and digestion takes a lot of energy and frankly i you only have so much time in a day to do that and i for me, being super busy, especially because I work out in the morning, which causes an insulin release in itself, it just, it allows me to be more productive. And so there's lots of, I follow like Dave Asprey, more of the ketogenic um, and paleo and Thomas Delauer aspects. What that does is when you take that break from eating, it allows you to dip into your glucose, which then causes you to use your glycogen stores, which once you go into there, it goes into fat burning and produces ketones, which our brain optimizes functionally on fats and ketones. So two, when you're going through that period, we say stress. So when you exercise, that's creating stress, which then you recover from that makes you stronger. When you go fasting, it creates a little bit of stress, a little bit of adrenaline, which you need adrenaline as well to dip into fast stores. But that adrenaline causes a surge of energy to your brain. So actually you get into this hyper-focused, hyper, um, it helps release BDNF, like um, certain hormones that facilitate your brain to optimize. Because like I said, as humans, we were designed to survive. So when we're actually in a state of stress, our body produces things that are going to help it build up. But unfortunately, our society has made it so easy to be comfortable and it feels good to be comfortable. We want to be comfortable that it doesn't need to produce stuff. So it's like, if we're not lifting heavy weights, we're sitting at desks all day, it's not going to produce stuff to feed that muscles because right. it does that it needs to. Right. So, and it's the same, like with fasting, like, when you're fasting, it starts to, it go, you can go into autophagy, which is when it eats the bad proteins or like the diseased parts of your body and it will only feed like the good, strong, healthy ones. So it's a way of your body cycling out and cleaning out. It also boosts your metabolism because it's like, oh, we're going without food. We need to go produce energy to go get food. So it actually boosts your metabolism. It increases your heat, your thermogenic effect which increases your metabolism. 
So, and then you're still within your eating window, eating your appropriate amount of calories. But again, I try to do higher protein fats, good vegetables. It's not just like eat whatever you want, eat crap. And what that does is it allows you to dip into your fat stores. I mean, there's so much more. I don't know exactly like what you want. And I don't have like all the research and science. And yeah, no. There's lots of positive things behind it. And there's different, there's 12, 14, 16 hours. There's like every other day you can experiment with what works for you. And again, like doing the same thing every day is going to, your body's going to get used to it. But there's research too that shows it decreases anxiety it improves your heart rate variability, which means your ability to recover. It increases your ability to handle stress. So each time we go under stress, cold showers, exercise, this or, or intermittent fasting, whatever, it's practice for when your body is actually in a stressful state to produce things or have different coping mechanisms to be to resolve it without increasing fear, anxiety, which causes stress and inflammation. So by periodically and strategically putting your body under stress, it actually helps your immune system and longevity and health and wellness and fitness in other areas as well. That's that was really, a really long answer. Sorry. Yeah, that, was, that was cool. That's, uh, that's actually the best explanation I've, cause I've heard bits and pieces, but that's the most, like I didn't, that's the best information I've gotten so far. So I think that's really cool. All I really had a concept of is like, you know, a, eight and 12 or eight and 16 hour window. And so when do you make that happen? And what are you supposed to eat? And, you know, so that was excellent. And, and why, you know, I, I liked yeah. the why behind it and the, um, and well, I, like, I like not being hangry. So when yeah. I was eating disorder recovery, we were eating six times a day and getting that shakiness or that point where your brain isn't working or where you need food now, as you know, when you're in patient care, like you can't be like, Oh, I have to get a snack. Yeah. Like, so what it does is it improves your metabolic flexibility too. So it allows you to thrive on glucose, but also on ketones. So it, it allows you to be flexible and go into a place where you are without food and your body goes, okay, we're going to function on ketones now without getting hangry or shaky or like brain fog. And I like that because I don't like being powerless. I don't like feeling victim or that I need something now that takes away from my purpose on earth, which is to be a maximum service to others. So hungry, angry, lonely, tired. If right. I, I'm <laughs> right. any of them, and I'm thinking about myself and not other people. And then why? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. That's really cool. Um, so if, uh, what, what type of fitness routine do you do right now? Like, do you, well, and this is me. I don't recommend people do what I do. It took a long time to build up there, but again, whatever you do, um, your body gets used to. So I run every day for me, that is my anti-anxiety and antidepressant. I run seven to nine miles a day, but it's outside and it's 11, 12 minute miles. And I've been doing that for like 10 years. Like I run every day for years and years and years and years. It's like walking to me, but research shows again, 30 minutes of aerobic exercise is just as effective as a Zoloft. So mm -hmm serotonin, dopamine, endorphins. It activates your parasympathetic nervous system. The act of moving forward is a natural dopamine reward system because in our ancestry days, when we were moving forward, we we're hunting and gathering. So there's a natural reward system of hormones when you're moving and allows your eyes to track 
right and left. I'm getting outside. I'm getting sun and serotonin. And then I'm also listening to podcasts. Again, bring BDNF. Um, it improves your neuroplasticity. It improves your um, ability to think and process and learn and grow. So that's what I do. I do do CrossFit or heavy weights um, anywhere. It's about five days a week. At During the pandemic, I was doing some sort of strength training um, routine, but I'm huge. That's been an injury prevention for me, but it's also community. Yeah. I need socialization and people. I, I'm huge about surrounding yourself with like-minded people. Go where people grow. Lewis Howes always says that. So people that are trying to be better, trying to improve themselves, have similar interests. Um, they're trying to be better mentally, physically, emotionally, and they're just like friends and community. And so, and also they make me do things I never could do. Like I did my first yeah. pull-up. I'm 37 and a year ago, I did my first pull-up ever and I convinced myself that I could never do one because I had a weak upper body. And the fact that I'm 125 pounds and I can deadlift 205 pounds. I mean, yeah, who that's awesome. So I love that it pushes yeah. me to do things that I never thought I could do. Cause again, like I said, that carries over to other areas of my life. Every time I do something that I told myself that I couldn't do, I'm like, well, what else can I do that I told myself I couldn't do? And so I think that's just huge for everyone. Um, I'm a big proponent again of that strength training is huge, especially for women with bone density, bone growth. Um, and also producing really good hormones for your brain. Strength training does something different than just um, uh, cardiovascular. So that's why I believe in doing both the strength and the cardio. Yeah. I like and then you daily yoga, meditation, like stretching, mobility stuff. But I, like I said, I'm single animalist and childless. So I have the luxury of having that time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Big, uh, big difference. I think it's, you know, it can be hard to schedule that time in. Um, so could you give a fitness tip for people to be able to do at home or, and it can be in any, any realm, either it's nutrition or, I mean, you talked a lot about the, I like what you talked about with running and, you know, being outside and walking, even just getting the visual stimulation, but something that um, is easy for people to incorporate at home that can, can help to contribute to their wellness and their, and their fitness in general. I would just say start with one thing. Like, don't take it all on. All of this didn't, my morning routine is like huge and extensive, but it started with one thing that I could change. Like, in, if anything, they say the seven minute routine or workout, even on those days that you don't feel like doing it, just set a time and say, for one minute, I'm just gonna do air squats for one minute. The next minute, I'm gonna do as many push ups as I can. Even if you're on your knees, the next minute, I'm going to do as many sit-ups as I can. So moving your body every day, even when you don't know what to do, just look up something and just commit to it. Commit to that 10 minutes of time that you're going to do something no matter what you feel like. Because I 100% guarantee I will give you $1,000 <laughs> if you come to me and say, I did this one day and I was not happy that I did it. But I, And I can also 100% guarantee that on days that you didn't do it, you're not going to feel better. So just making it a habit, like brushing your teeth. And right. that is just part of what you do, no matter what you're feeling like, because we can't wait around for what we feel like. Cause our feeling is just a chemical soup of hormones. And then with the nutrition aspect, again, make one change and think about adding. 
if we think about I can't do this or I can't have that, your body's gonna go to that. If I say don't think about monkeys, your mind is gonna go monkeys, 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 monkeys. Right. So if you don't eat chocolate, your body's gonna go chocolate, 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 chocolate. So think about what's one positive thing. Be like, I want to eat a serving of grains every day, or maybe I want to drink water. And that week, all you think about is water, adding one serving of grains. And the next week, I want to get this amount of protein in each day. Because again, adding protein and fiber and nutrients, that's going to satiate you. That's going to stabilize your blood sugar levels. So you're not going to have those cravings. And just start with little actionable, achievable things, one thing at a day, and it will evolve. And get a community around people that support you to do that, that motivate you and where you can be accountable. Because if you don't claim it and if you don't measure it, it's not going to improve and you're not going to follow through. Yeah, I think accountability is a huge piece of that. And that, that's where the community helps to come in with that. I agree with you. So uh, I want, definitely want to get you, I want to come back and talk another time. Uh, uh, about because I because there's a whole lot of stuff that I that I've heard you talk about that I want to talk, delve more into but um, it for today we're going to wrap up and what um, so where can people find you how can they reach out to you and um, uh, so where and I'll post well, it also um, and I'll send you the links it's Katrina cool. Niesbern k-n-e-e-s-k-e-r-n my group on Facebook is wellness warriors on Instagram I'm at dr. Katrina 816 and that's D-O-C-T-O-R-K-A-T-R-I-N-A-816. And then um, on my Instagram, it has my Linktree website, which has the link to my podcast, Wellness Warriors. You can also find that on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you find podcasts, and my Facebook groups and any other things. So lots of resources, lots of ways to get in touch with me. I'm here to serve. Um, people can always set up a free clarity call with me. Mindset and wellness coaching. Very awesome. Yeah, and I would encourage you to reach out because uh, she's because Katrina's got some really amazing stuff. Uh, and um, so go check her out. Find her on all those social media uh, links, websites, and uh, I will post the link uh, in the show notes. Also, thank you so much for joining me today, and uh, I will we'll talk to you soon. I'm just gonna uh, stop. Hey guys. Thanks for listening to the Move Better at Home podcast. If you're having difficulty managing your health and fitness at home and want to learn more, then follow the link below to download my free guide to health and fitness and take the first step in helping you to achieve your health and fitness goals at home. Have a great day.